FCS football podcast with Joe DeLeon. Well, let's get fat. And Sean Anderson. I am a soothsayer. You're listening to the FCS football podcast presented to you by the Believe Podcast Network. I am Joe DeLeon, joined by my wonderful friend, the Sean Anderson. Today's episode brought to you by two former college football players at the University of Rhode Island. We have three more fantastic Senior Bowl invites and a very good performance by a player on Central Arkansas that helped them earn a victory against Eastern Kentucky. Before we get to that, though, Sean, do you have a wonderful message for our listeners from our sponsors? I do. The NFL season is in full swing and college basketball is roaring back soon. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Don't go finding yourself in the MGM losing 100 bucks like your boy Sean Anderson. You need to make <laughs> sure that you are going uh, and doing your betting at appropriate hourly times and not like me for game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props bet online gives you more options to wager than, than any place online and there's always the online casino as well better than the real life casino at three o'clock in the morning it never closes so head to betonline.ag today and take advantage to all of the great sign up bonuses again that's betonline.ag today and sign up bet online your online sportsbook experts Thank you for that fantastic message, Sean. So this week we have another great game played with the premier, I would argue maybe the national champion of this whatever season this is. I still don't have a proper term for it because I this is the forgotten season is, is the best way I think that we can describe. Does that make sense? I think this is the way that it's going to end up going down is the forgotten season of 2020. A hundred years from now, we'll be the only two bozos who chronicled it, chronicled it, and sports historians will be dragging up our conversations of of, of bickering over stupid things. This is the season of finding twenty dollars in your pants. That's that's what it is. When you thought you had didn't have twenty dollars, you still got twenty dollars in your pants, but you know you really forgot about it. So I mean, teams still getting wins. We're still getting people getting uh, senior bowl invites. So there is inherent good, but it was also inherent, you know. Not really there, it feels like. Right, it's just, it's bizarre because we don't really know what any of these games work towards. I think that we should crown a national champion. That's something that you and... Yeah, we we should crown the national champion. Everyone's definitely going to listen to us. We will um, also be crowning a, uh, a fattest player of the season, correct? Uh, a fattest player of the season. We will also give out a Walter Payton Man of the Year award for the forgotten <laughs> FCS season. But, Sean, let's get to this game for the best team right now for this forgotten year. Uh, Central Arkansas, they end up beating Eastern Kentucky 37-25. to You're excited by Luke Hales, who steps up in... Uh, relief of it was in relief of Braylon Smith. He has a good day, twenty for thirty-two, three hundred and twenty-four yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions to go along with it. But stepping in in a spot where they needed uh, some consistency, Central Arkansas pulls off the W. Yeah, this game isn't a gimme. It definitely wasn't. Hales came in. He looked composed. He he, he obviously spread the ball well. Winningham and Hudson both touchdowns, two interceptions. You don't love that, but. You know, we haven't seen Luke Hale so far this season, so he comes in and he shows some merit. And that, that's what I think is a bright thing for Central Arkansas as a team to say, hey, we're good enough with another guy to still get the win. And then above that, the other guy, Hales, uh, then in part 
does very well and plays his part in it. So seems like a pretty good relationship there uh, for that team and Hales. Kier Crossley has a decent day rushing the football, 13 carries for 62 yards, 4.8 yards per carry. Sean, the one thing that kind of sticks out to me here that is not very typical for having a a backup quarterback starting, having your starter not in the game, you'll typically see less passing attempts and more of an effort to throw the ball, or um, or sorry, more of an effort to run the ball. My apologies. If you have a good rushing attack, which Central Arkansas does, you're going to lean on that. You're going to lean on a guy like Keir Crossley. But instead, mm-hmm. only 13 attempts for him. The next closest guy is Cameron Myers, who had four attempts for 13 yards. 32 passing attempts is a lot for a guy that isn't your starter, that is coming in and playing his, his first real meaningful reps of this year. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's a weird season, so weird things are going to happen. But... Uh, we- it also is going back into the point that I feel like uh, I made or we, we both made, I'd say, a month ago where you're not playing every single week. And if you are, you're still getting a lot more prep time. These these teams are taking so many meetings. There's so much prep. It's like spring ball, except, you know, at the end of the week, instead of doing a scrimmage, you're playing another game. And how is that different from regular uh, college football, you may ask? Well, also, a lot of these students, they might be going to online classes, so that's less time away from the computer, less time away. Uh, you know, you're not sitting in class. You're sitting in a, in a room where potentially you could be <laughs> studying a playbook or, or, or watching film on, an, on another device. Not saying anybody's doing that, but I'm not saying class is a hindrance either, Joseph. You understand that, but right, it, it seems like there's a little more availability to be prepared this uh this season am I wrong yeah it's it's a little bit different it, it is definitely not the same level that we've had in the past you're sitting in your dorm room or, or your apartment the entire year so I can kind of get that and I can kind of get the willingness to throw the ball um a little bit more because you you know you're or throwing the ball a little bit more with the backup because you're not you don't really have anything to lose right if you're starting a different guy you might as well let him get broken in, see what he can do for when you need to start him again. Maybe he's the eventual starter when Braylon Smith um, is done after the spring, if he chooses to play um, in this current spring. So, Sean, we have got some senior bowl invites that we want to address that we want to bring up here. The first one, and two of these are clear-cut guys that I wasn't surprised about. One of them I was not expecting, but also a, you know, a fantastic invitation for him to be a part of this group. Northern Iowa's defensive end, Ellerson Smith, was a little surprising, but still a big name that makes a ton of sense. Robert Rochelle, we were pretty much expecting the cornerback from UCA, and then Brian Mills, cornerback from North Carolina Central. So three really talented players added to the list. The Senior Bowl claims that they are still continually inviting more and more players. So I really won't be shocked if we keep hearing some more names. But the, this right here is another fantastic three players to join the the talented group of FCS guys. Yeah, if I may say, I believe, if I recall, I made a comparison uh, between Ellerson Smith and I don't think it was John Bones Jones, but the way that he uses his hands, he's going to go to the Senior Bowl. And if he's just throwing punches like I've seen him do, like just complete strikes to the chest, he's going to turn some heads at the Senior Bowl. That's that's a guy who, when I watched him uh, this past spring, I, I, initially I wasn't that high on him, and uh, and then I kept watching him like, 
this dude has some of the heaviest hands I've ever seen. I mean, just shocking offensive linemen. So one-on-ones, even if he doesn't turn the corner, he's going to get the offensive lineman, you know, it's like a, it's like uh, an ear clap, you know, from both sides. You're going to completely disorient somebody. And when you get hit and you stuck in the chest with a cinder block, you're going to get a little disoriented. Uh, that's what I really like about Ellerson Smith. He's the guy I'm, I would definitely tune in to the one-on-ones uh, mm-hmm. if I see him in that. Yeah, Smith is a fantastic player, a very unique pass rusher. I don't think he's going to be a player that's going to be drafted in the first two rounds like Spencer – or sorry, the first two days rather like Spencer Brown or Dylan Radons, but Ellerson Smith has some potential. And by the way, him accepting this in- invitation, he had already opted out of the season. This accepting of the invitation makes him ineligible to play in the spring he is is somebody that needs to have a good senior bowl week and i think if he performs well and maybe then uses that to get a combine invite does well there and tests well he could find himself in a mid to late day three type prospect but the one thing that you really like about him he's long he's tall he's got big arms he's got powerful arms he is a power rusher he's a guy that you want on your team as a rotational pass rusher to work in there to get some uh, to get some additional blow for maybe some of your backups. I think he could fit well on a team that likes to use a ton of different pass rushers. The other name on here that makes a ton of sense is Rochelle. Very talented, long corner. We talked about him before the season. He is incredibly talented. There's some sites that have him projected as a very early day three pick. So Rochelle makes a ton of sense uh, getting this invite. Yeah, I've, We've both been big on Rochelle. I think that first game of the season, even though I believe he gave up a touchdown in that game, he, or maybe just a big play. Or I think it was a it was a DPI that got called on him. That's right. He had right. Like more than one. Yeah. He's a, he's a physical, physical corner, and he runs in stride with any wide receiver. Very good technically. I like everything about Rochelle. Every every game that I watch from him, uh, it's you just see – NFL on him. You see, that's a pro. That's a pro. The way he moves, uh, body language, the way that he covers all of it. Just it, he just looks and feels like a professional out there. You, it just some guys you can just tell. Like they just on the screen, it's just visible somehow. Hey, everybody's moving the same direction. If you're running sprints, sometimes you can look in and say that guy's running a little bit differently than everybody else. And I can't pinpoint it, but it's special. And then Brian Mills, the other guy that gets the invite. I think he would have been an East-West Shrine game invite, but because there is no East-West Shrine game this year per cancellations because of COVID, we're seeing a lot of guys, more than usual, get invited to the Senior Bowl. There have been some surprising invites that are more surprising than this Brian Mills one. I I think Mills definitely earned it. Um, He's a player that was on these senior all-star game watch lists so he's going to be a player that comes in trying to prove something trying to prove that he is a draftable prospect if not a super high priority undrafted free agent this is big though just in general and we talked about it a little bit last week Sean to get these invites when last draft process a lot of FCS guys went undrafted despite a number of them still having an impact now they're getting a ton of attention getting a lot of invites they need the, these types of all-star games to really prove themselves. Yes. It, it, 
last year it was it felt like a lot of snubs because there was canceled pro days. Uh, there was uh, a lot of expectation for this past FCS class. There's still a lot for this upcoming one also. But the fact that maybe there's going to be some some more at the Senior Bowl, more FCS players at the Senior Bowl, that just sheds that's just better for the FCS and the, the possibility for them to to get more exposure. And that's really all that the FCS really needs. I think that's why that's one of the platforms as to why we started this show originally was to give more uh, light to this division and this level of, of football. And the more eyes on them, the more people say, wow, there's a football player. There's a, there's somebody that can go on and do it. And Senior Bowl, it's the highest stage, aside from the combine, for players to go out and get seen and really, really run it. And maybe it's even more so because you're doing real drills and real pads instead of the combine where it's just measurables. But you just really are excited every time you see another one of – I hate the term our guys, but our guys, you know, FCS players. It, it just makes – it's a good, good thing for the FCS the more people why, that are getting invited. Why would you hate that term? We, I mean, they are our guys. We played at the same time as them. We played at the same level as them. Hell, I'll say that until I'm 70 and I have no clue where I am. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep saying that, our guys. You're giving yourself got that 70, connection. huh? Yeah, I don't – that's definitely not going to happen the way that I eat. <laughs> You are definitely not making it to 70. Um, How am I not making it to 70? <laughs> uh, big people usually don't make it that long. Yeah, that's true. Not in terms of weight. Thanks. I'm talking about height. Usually. Thanks. Thanks. Not. Well, Sean, on a, on a brighter note, you're welcome. On a brighter note, fat stats. Speaking of fat and not making it. <laughs> uh, Tyler Hudson is our fat stat this week. Eight receptions, 154 yards, and one touchdown. Tyler Hudson, the receiver for Central Arkansas, who continues to be a dominant force for Central Arkansas. I believe this is not the first time he's made it on the list. Him and Bailey Zappi right now might be the highest contenders for the fattest stat of the year. I believe this is either two or three times for Mr. Hudson. Joe, I would like to send uh, congratulatory trophies out to the uh, to the members of the. What the, the hell are we? Okay, first I feel like of every all, year. I know we're going to do an awards, but I feel like there should be a consolation prize if you've been named our fat stat of the week. Maybe a little trophy with a fat person well, on it. I will. I will. Okay. First of all, that's you go find us a trophy with a fat person on it. I'll just take a picture of you and say, "Hey, make this into a trophy." <laughs> Look at this portly lad. <laughs> Look. Okay. Second of all, for I will make graphics and make some announcements on Twitter. Oh, I like but, that. But you have to account here. This is not like having a a listener. Um, send in a question or something like we sent Nick Masseroni a uh, an edible arrangements. That was that was fairly simple because he sent us their address. So we'd have to then track down whoever we pick's address. Mm-hmm. They'd have to be willing to accept it. I just well, I think there's more layers to this than you're you're willing to admit. I mean, they. I don't know how willing it would have to be. You can. You ever heard of the white pages, Joe? I believe an address might be able to be available, and we could send them a no. trophy. That is that is not going to be that easy to get. We would have to send the most obscure email to the SID at whatever school of the player that we pick. And I'm sure that the SID would be like, what are you going to send to him? I'm sure that'll that'll blow. We're over sending really him an well. award. <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't exactly? tell you what it was. <laughs> right, right. There go the bridges. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, way to go out. Right. Uh, so, Sean... I would like to provide an update on fat stats. Let's roll through these games here. We had five games. All five of them did not get played, which is just 
highly disappointing. Um, we have three then that we're going to pick whoa, whoa, whoa. from. What's all the numbers moving around there? What's all I the numbers? For- I forgot to calculate. That was why. I oh, was so you try- just made up two pausing. numbers right on the spot? Yeah. Okay. Oh dude, no, I did are- the math in my head. I'm good at math. <laughs> I You're did not. Than- you couldn't figure out simple betting. I did better than you this week, and I had a one-point lead. So that means I gain another point lead. So thanks for spoiling it. Thanks for spoiling the the, the segment. So, Sean, West you Carolina Liberty. You called the segment Liberty. Fat Stats originally, so you already spoiled it. Did I call it Fat yes. Stats? Wow, I'm having a rough go at this. FC Estimates is the segment that we're currently on you right stink. now. <laughs> you stink. Talk about preparation. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> FC Estimates. Segment where we pick games. I currently was coming in with a one-point lead. I now have pushed that lead a little bit further. Let's recap. Liberty, West Carolina. Liberty won this game. Neither of us had the correct score, but we both picked Liberty, so we each earn a point. Gardner-Webb Charlotte was canceled. Pittsburgh State, Stephen F. Austin was much lower scoring than we anticipated, but Stephen F. Austin won. We then both earn one point. Central Arkansas EKU, Sean, you were just off of the, the extra point bonus by one point. Of course. You were at 11 points, and I was, um, I believe I was at six or something like that. I don't remember off the top of my head. So I then get that extra point, but you still earn a point. So that then pushes my lead 43 to 41. Despite me botching the setup for this segment, I, I then in turn have passed you again. Whatever, man. Let's that? get on Nothing? the new. Let's, just, you know, we got games canceled. I, you know, that does points in my pocket that are just going out the out the door. All right. Well, let's roll through the, this week's. And I would like to just preface this segment by saying there's probably a good chance that a bunch of these games get canceled mm-hmm. again because they're not really that important for some of these FBS teams that we're mentioning. First game: Stephen F. Austin, Memphis. Sean, what do you have? For, uh, Memphis by a score of forty-one to seventeen. I am going to go with Memphis 35 to 23. UCA, Louisiana. This is Louisiana of Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns, correct? Yes, that is correct. Uh, I will take them by a score of 50 to 28, even though their damn coach is impossible to find post game four. I'll still take them. <laughs> Why? The He's just nowhere. Billy Napier never shows up anywhere. He is a, he's got a big, um, a lot of teams are going to be. Sh- Going after him for their head coach, head coach openings, he needs to step up his uh, his bit. Then, if he's not getting tracked down that easily, well, I'm going with 42 to 28 as my score prediction. North Alabama BYU, who? What do you got? BYU by a score of 56 to three. Not a knock on North Alabama. Zach Wilson's legit, though. Uh, I'm gonna knock on Alabama, uh, North Alabama. Zach Wilson is legit. He's a Heisman Trophy contender. Sixty-seven to three for me. West Carolina, UK, uh, EKU rather. Uh, what's your score prediction? I'm going with EKU by a score of twenty-one to thirteen. Uh, I'm gonna go twenty-eight thirteen for EKU. Lastly, Abilene Christian, Virginia. Is Abilene Christian the one that that folded? Two weeks ago. Yeah, the, the, yeah they, they blew it. You know what? I'm giving them 10 against Virginia. UVA wins 63 to 10. Well, you have much more faith in them. I was about to knock them to zero because I'm still a little bit upset about that. Oh, I'm still upset too. Uh, 60 to 3 for me in favor of Virginia. Sorry, Abilene Christian. 
you've lost all faith in us. Watch, watch them pull off some crazy upset, and then we just look like buffoons for for picking the biggest blowout possible. I'll free. I'll I'll raise the sails and start you know jumping up and down, saying this is the the team I've been on the whole time. You know, then nobody's gonna know that I picked against them. <laughs> right. But realistically speaking, that's probably not gonna happen. So, Sean, that's all we got for today. Do you have anything that you'd like to wrap us up with? Uh, hell no. That, oh, that's oh, okay. You know what? It, you know what? No, 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 no. I, I just nothing else for the FCS. There's other baggage that that what? can. I just I don't have any any anything else for the FCS show. Baggage? What is that? I got that some mean? baggage going on right now. Our listeners are too good to hear it. You know, they're just it's not it's not for them. Were you going to share an anecdote? So you said hell no, and then you teased something, and then didn't even set it up. No, 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 no. It's just it just cocks just. Call of Duty is just becoming it's already becoming a toxic point in my life. It already is. That's what you had for us? Yeah. I'm sure our listeners will appreciate that. That's why um, I stopped it. Okay. Well, thanks for that, Sean. Okay. Thanks. Thank you folks for tuning Shut in. Up. Thanks for tuning in on another episode of the FCS Football Podcast during the forgotten season of FCS football. Be sure to follow us on social media at Joe DeLeon, at Sanderson Radio, and at Believe Podcasts. On Twitter and Instagram, subscribe wherever you're listening to us. Head to Believe.com for more amazing shows. Over 100 of shows that you can go find, especially my other show, the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects podcast. Getting some fantastic guests on that show. Um, additionally, um, stay tuned for next week as we will break down all the happenings in FCS football. Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save money.